With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. I also got word that I was trying to get out of every exit saying that my wife was pregnant. And she was headed to the hospital and I needed to get out of the emergency exit and onto a golf cart. Stat. <laughs> Which like, seems on brilliant mind. <laughs> like I be, <laughs> I'm thinking about you slurring my wife is pregnant. My wife is pregnant and I need to get on a golf cart now. Because <laughs> I just really had blisters. <laughs> it's like I, they wouldn't let me out of the festival. I'm like, please, please. God, her water just broke. So, please do something. <laughs> Um, we have Courtney Parchman today, (laughs) average fashion blogger. She is a philanthropist. She is. A z- uh, mm-hmm. a, she's a Zodiac k- killer, yeah. and she is a celebrity online yeah. and <laughs> she's an actress. Well, here's a question, Corn. When people say, "What do you do?" What's your answer? I hard avoid the question. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, okay. Let's see. Someone says someone hasn't asked me that in so long. Also, so that should. Um, I'll just be like, I don't know. I'm just like a lazy piece of shit, and then I run away. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I never, I like, it goes back and forth between like, I work in social media, which does, which is not, what, yeah. like, that doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. No, um, you do. Yeah. But like, I feel like when you say like, I work in social media, people are thinking like behind the scenes, like you work for Instagram. Oh. Okay. I don't yeah. know. But I know, I never know what to say. Yeah. Well, I mean. I turn uh, it around them and I'm like, well, what do you do? Right. Yeah. No, you, you just, I lie. I basically lie. Um, but. What was I going to say? Oh, I say I do consulting and then no one ever asks another question. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's a good You one. could, you could, you could, because everybody consults. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you consult. I guess in a way. Actually, what does consulting mean? Good it question. means to offer your services or advice. Everyone's a consultant. I was Everyone's a consultant say, in one way or another. Yeah. Who's not a consultant? I said, I used to say I work in advertising. Because I thought like, okay, with brands, marketing, marketing, advertising, that checks out to me. That makes complete sense. And Um, then people would ask me more about like what agency and then then I I would go mute. We're writers, directors. Yeah. We are. Editors. Edit producers. Actress. Yeah. Actor. We are. Yeah. We are our own agents. Yeah. Managers. Do you guys like what we're doing so far? (laughs) (laughs) Do your parents, do your parents, so like we obviously like make videos. Courtney, I don't know if we said average fashion blogger. Yeah. Really? Better known online as average fashion blogger. We have her in today. She's one of our good friends, but like, let's break it down. Do your parents get what you do? My parents. Yeah. My dad's been obsessed. He like, he does it less now. Um, but in the beginning, he'd like always call me like, Courtney, I have a really, really good viral video for you. Yeah. And they would say like the most problematic thing in the world. But <laughs> he like, he gets it. He like wants to do it so bad. I, I feel like you are really like the blueprint. You started off. That's really dramatic. No, I, I really mean that with my whole heart. Like you, 
you started making comedic videos on Instagram, I can't really think of anyone that did it. I think anyone you. that made videos, period, before TikTok right. was it's like the blueprint. OG. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, and yeah. now you're about to hit a million on TikTok. She already, babe. Did. I already did. Wait, babe, oh, no, no, no uh, no where the hell me. have you been? No one told me. Um, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding when I said that. Um, yeah, it's fun. It also was really nice because then when TikTok came about, um, it was in a sad time, like the pandemic. Right. So I had nothing funny. I have to stop vaping. I'm out <laughs> of breath. Not that I do. <laughs> um, this. And- Episode is brought to you by Truth Campaign. <laughs> Truth.org. <laughs> Dare. <laughs> um, the Yeah, I had like three years of a vault that I could just pull from. Oh. So then people would like make comments like, how is she funny every single day? And I was like, oh, I haven't gotten out of my bed in right. weeks. You're just like posting old videos you've already posted, mm-hmm. but just onto TikTok? Yeah, because I mostly, I made so many Instagram stories that are like 15 seconds. Yeah. So I just like got to drag and drop and then you're the one that told me she would respond to my stories after i'd be like oh, i'm like in such a dry spell both sexually and on tiktok right. <laughs> like what should i do and she was like just post this post this post this and i was like i'm scared yeah but like once i started posting like my instagram stories that get a thousand twelve hundred shares something like insane yeah they get they blow up on instagram like if i see something on instagram getting a lot of shares that i'm like okay to tiktok we go like the, yeah, no yeah, pressure. Yeah. It takes the pressure away when you're not making these like big drawn out skits. No, you are inspiring. inspiring. You are very inspiring. Guys. Yeah, posting with your with your heart and soul. Posting with no thoughts behind right. it. Right. And, and it's it's powerful. <laughs> That's the way to go. It is. If you overthink anything. A hundred percent. Um Well, you two did something this weekend. Oh yeah. Um, oh my god. What? Hell yeah. <laughs> what the hell we no, do? You stop. <laughs> what the hell do we you do? Stop. <laughs> um yeah, well, uh, Courtney and I went to Stagecoach this weekend. I I was just going to say, like, I never in my wildest dreams thought that I would do Coachella and Stagecoach. Well, what even is Stagecoach? Because I just learned this. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, Did you do both weekends of Coachella? Uh-uh. No. Hell no. Okay. But I had a friend coming to town in between the, the two, the Coachella um, and Stagecoach weekend. And that's the sucky part about living in LA is I'm like... Oh, like it, uh, we have no plans, and they were like, "I just want to do what you guys do on the weekend." And it's like, now I'm entertaining, and not that not that it wasn't fun; it was a blast. But it was like we were nonstop. Like, I don't want to someone guess to be bored, you mm-hmm, know? So yeah. I'm like staring. I'm like, it's like when you show someone a song, and you're like, "Do you like it?" And you're like breathing. The chorus is about to yeah. start. <sighs> yeah, you're breathing down their neck, and I was like, "Are you having fun?" He's like, "Yeah, dude. Like we could do whatever. I'd be having fun with. It's like gorgeous and so nice here." He'd be just but, having fun just with you. Yeah, and but we did so much. Like we literally went like beach. You just uh, have friends in town too. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's you a did lot. too. This whole weekend. I, we did so much. So forgive me for being exhausted. I'm usually in bed every night by like nine thirty. Yeah, TikTok scrolling for an hour. Yeah. Take my melatonin uh-huh. in REM by eleven. Uh-huh. But we did so many things. We did Sunday night. We went to Heim, mm-hmm. the concert, the band, the band who. My new like I'm, you're very close with I well I think I blew it. They are fans of Brooke. I think I blew it. No, but in 2020 I didn't really like I knew they were a band, uh-huh. but I hadn't really heard anything. Uh-huh. And they messaged me on Instagram in like 2020, like from the band account, and oh, they were like, awesome. "Oh, we love you." And I was like, "Love you too." Like, great, like nice little communication. Whatever, put a pin in that. You're saying, "Oh, look at these." Girls I was like, "Oh," begging for my attention. Then a few months ago, Alana. Mm-hmm. in Heim mm-hmm. reached out and was like can we like FaceTime 
So we FaceTime. No, yeah. So we FaceTimed and I was like, oh my God, she's so great. Like love her licorice pizza was already out at this point. Nope. But it's still I like didn't really know Heim. And now What was can sorry, can you go into the FaceTime? Or is this is this something you want to keep close and personal? No, it's not something I need to keep close and personal, but How it long was for it? a reason. And I don't think that the reason yeah. is public yet. Yeah. That's then really I awesome. was FaceTiming with her. And I was like, wow, like I really love her, whatever. And then after those two points of contact is when I got into Heim. And now I like, I'm like, I totally missed my opportunity to be like, when's, when's rehearsal and where? They'll be Because I'll be showing up. They'll and be back. I know. You they're, always got to. I, I have to, I have to be in that band. I, I don't know how else to possibly say it. You could be like Just, Frankie Jonas. Like I'll showing put me up, on being, the tambourine. Everywhere and put like, me on the tambourine. Yeah. I am. In love with them, obsessed with them. Yeah, I heard the show was really good. They are so talented. Everyone was there. And I have to say, the audience, like, that is where the next Heim concert, that's where I'm going to find my husband. That's really sweet. Because it's like all. Was it a lot of, like, Jewish people? Um, I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. there were a, a, there was a large and Jewish population. And I'm thinking population. it's partially because their last name can be pronounced Heim. <laughs> You're thinking Heim. Well, I thought it was Haim. Yeah. And a lot of people think it's Haim. Rookie mistake. And then. Rookie, rookie mistake. I'm mortified. Good thing you that cleared that up. Rookie, yeah. rookie mistake. I'm, I'm and it mortified. never came up. It's Heim. Heim. And then another little side note, and I've been telling everyone this. Literally, I'll like go out to the grocery store and be like, um, to the cashier, I'll be like, I don't know if you know this, but my um, Heim's aunt babysat my dad. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I was thinking about the bike for that first half of the story. The bike? I was thinking, I was not listening. I was oh, thinking well, about no, my mic posture. I, I'll start over. No problem. I don't mind. I don't mind talking. Um, I'm so sorry. I literally can't shut up about the fact that Himes and babysat my dad because oh, Heim, that's actually cr- mother is that Heim, true? Yeah, Mom Heim grew up in Philly on the same street as my dad, and Mom Heim's sister, uh-huh. their aunt, small uh-huh. world, babysat my dad. And, and did you tell that to uh, Alana? Alana told me. Alana told you. Yep. Believe it or not, uh, maybe not. That means you were ta- they were talking about. They were talking. Maybe you know that could have been me. Now that I think about it. But anyway, one way or another, one it way came or up another, and you figured it out. Jewish geography. Speaking oh, no. of, that's okay. That's okay. Your earbud. You're having all kinds of. And I think my ear holes are really tight. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's that's a, yeah. like a hot commodity yeah. in L.A. You'd be surprised. Ear holes. <laughs> um, but anyway, were there a, a lot of show. Jews at the concert? Probably, but it was more. I wasn't, it was more just like the guys that were there. It's like, if you like Haim, you know, you sure. understand, yeah, you get yeah. it. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. You know, you're enlightened in a way that not, you know, your average 20 year old boy typically is. So yeah. I really appreciated that. Yeah. And then the concert itself was amazing. Um, and then the next day, so that was Sunday. Then Monday we went to Larry David because it's Netflix is a joke. Yeah. The festival going on. So there's a lot of comedy shows. Which is awesome. LA. But last night I was trying to get from West Hollywood to North Hollywood. It's a disaster. And they have all, they have huge, these big events going on on all three. So there's like Rose Bowl, mm-hmm. Hollywood Bowl, everything possible imagined. And it, Netflix, you, it really was a joke the way they did it. <laughs> it was really like, I mean, it took me an hour to get into every parking lot and out. Yeah. I had a pretty easy time yesterday. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, you yours was like a smaller. Who did you went to? Uh, uh, it was like a smaller no name. <laughs> More. Yeah, it was it was nobody. I saw Seth Rogen, Nick Kroll, <laughs> and um, 
everybody else on the panel was famous. Tommy from Cheech and Chong, Tommy Chong, oh, was reading for. It was a table read for How Harry Met Sally. Oh, that's awesome! Holy wow. smokes! And I was telling Bertha this morning. I was like, I thought. I mean, I knew it was going to be good. It's Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen was stoned off his ass, just like because <laughs> they have mics right here. Seth was like this the whole time, just yeah. like. Because he's sitting right next to Nick Kroll. Ugh. And you know, Nick Kroll is one of my absolute. And it was yeah. so painful for me. I went to John Mulaney last yeah. night and I had to make that choice, that conscious decision. Right. Am I going to go see John or am I going to go see. Do you feel good about your decision? Yeah, but it's like, I shouldn't have had to make that. Sophie's Choice but... kind of type situation <laughs> is sick, twisted psychological game. But yeah, I'm happy with my choice. Sorry. I, how was it? Tell me. No, I mean, I just told you it was like. Better so than good. I expected because a table read for anyone that doesn't right. know is you read through a script. Everyone is like reading for a character in a movie. I've seen How Harry Met Sally tw- twenty times. Yeah, it's when Harry so Met I, Sally. When Harry Met Sally, sorry, it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When it is, it was You've so funny with like it was one of the girls from Bridesmaids was on the panel too, and I can't remember her name, but she's so funny. Which one? Like, what was her role? I can't place her okay. now that I'm thinking about it. Did you like it better it. as a table read or as the movie? Um, it was just really well done as a table read. So was Nick the, was Nick the friend? Oh my god! So I I went with friends. I somehow ended up with a ticket like on the other side of the stadium. Oh. Next to just, but I it felt really cool. Kind of I was like at a yeah. Netflix is uh-huh. a joke table read by myself as someone who's in the industry, right? Uh-huh. In a way, plant. Kind yeah, of. I'm an industry plant planted in a seat by uh-huh. myself by no one I know. Uh-huh. And also, when you go to those things, like people that are like comedy, and we kind of we do comedy, like see you, and they're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> he's on himself." I'm not there yet in my personal life to be sitting somewhere without I... my laptop and headphones in yeah. in public. I think if I saw you go into that by yourself, I'd be like, "Wow, how endearing!" Right? That's awesome. You'd be like professional king. Oh, if, yeah. if doing I, research. Yeah, if I if I saw someone do that, I'd be like, I'm <laughs> feeling something like deep in my soul yeah. and heart. But as it being me, I was like. I'm going to off myself right. in this stadium. But it was really good. That's and amazing. and Larry David. Oh, I yeah, want to preface I did, I did Brooke's, Brooke's explanation of seeing Larry David as I tried to convince Brooke to like curb your enthusiasm for about mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I do not like the show. I do not like the show. I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. I put it on when we were living together. Mm-hmm. She would walk out of the room. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm telling you, this is the best <laughs> show on the planet. I can't tell if it's flattering or gaslighting that she's now obsessed with Larry David, who I've been obsessed with and have been begging to be related to for years and years and years since high school. Mm-hmm. I can but tell anyways. you I can tell you why. I I've never liked Seinfeld because it always came on after Friends and I was so obsessed with Friends that Seinfeld kind of just signaled the end of Friends yeah. on you TBS. Like Friends? This is I actually haven't been into it. That's fine. Friends for me it. is more of like a comfort blanket. Like I grew yeah. up watching it. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure it was on in the room when my mom was giving birth to me. That okay. kind of thing. Yeah, that- like grew up with it. Um, and then Seinfeld, whenever it came on, I was like, barf. Like Friends is yeah, over. Well, yeah. So it's I was a like, very different. Like Friends is a fun young thing. And then Seinfeld has very like adult right. comedy. Yet. Right. So I obviously had to make the leap from. I don't like Seinfeld because it comes on after Friends too. I don't. I will never watch Curb because of that. Yeah. And then I don't know what like you telling me too. Like I'm like 
for whatever reason, op- a little bit oppositional <laughs> towards well, you. That is a no huge. Of my own. That is a huge growth step <laughs> over you. I'm glad. Let's clip that if you have it, because I just need it for my archives. For whatever reason, I don't know. But whenever Connor's like, "Watch this," I'm like, "I hate it." <laughs> like before I even, so I wouldn't watch it. And then the second I moved out, I was like, oh, "Maybe I'll start Curb." Yeah. Started the first episode, like finished like all twelve seasons it's in really a day. Fun. In love with Larry David, and then. I was gonna go with you, and then I said, "Can I actually bring someone else?" Oh god, to Larry. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, that would have been a really fun full circle moment. Yeah, yeah. I want to say it if, was so good. If you're ever interested in gaslighting your friend, take their favorite band and buy tickets to their show, and invite your friend whose favorite band it is, and be like, "Hey, I got tickets to this show. Do you want to come?" Or make it like your favorite song and like put it on your Instagram story. <laughs> Because they showed you the band. <laughs> and just like see how they respond. This is not related to that at no, all. No, it's not. It's completely, <laughs> it's out. It's completely unrelated. It yeah, totally fine. Um, but it was really good. Larry was good. I, I, I filmed a lot yeah, for she, you and she, sent it to you. Brooke sent me like 10 clips and I watched, I would never usually watch a video that someone sent, especially 10 separate clips. I, I, ha- watch, I watch them all. Yeah. It's so funny. Oh, wait. So he was just on um, Rex. What's Rex? Whatever his name is. Rex. He's like a comedian. Does anyone know about Rex? Simon Rex was on Simon Rex. You would, you guys would know. Sure. You guys would know him if you saw him. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon Rex was on someone else's podcast, and you're gonna be able to speak to this. Simon Rex, right there. Yeah, that guy. Still not no, bell. not ringing any bells. Um, shoot, he's in movies. Yeah, I, we'll pull up IMDb. So anyway, Simon Rex was on someone's let's scary movie three. Yes, he's in no, all I the scary movies. Um, but he's in a lot of stuff right now too. Anyways, oh, he's in the Real Bros of Simi Valley. Oh. oh, okay. Um, let's see. Anything else we know? Anyways, it doesn't matter. Right. He was just—he's like a famous OG, like famous person. No one really knows what he's in, but uh-huh. they recognize. I want to be one of those people. One yeah, day. me too. Yeah. Just like you can fly under the radar, you I, go to a right. bar and not yeah. be recognized, right. but like super fans would be like, "Are you?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Niche, niche, niche enough, yeah. but like still, he makes a ton of money. Yeah. So. He goes on this podcast last week and is like, Larry David was playing at this course, and I'm pretty sure it was Pinmar Golf Course in Venice Beach, because the way that they were describing it on this podcast. But Larry David is going up to buy a bucket of balls, Uh because you go to the driving range, you get a bucket of balls, and it's $11. And he's standing behind Larry David, and Larry walks up and goes, "Um, you know... Why eleven? <laughs> Why eleven dollars? And the, the it's like a sixteen year old girl that's at working at a golf course. Oh, this is it. This is the clip. Oh, it's so funny. Wait, David we have to this golf course in L.A. That's sort of a public par three cheap course, and you could buy a bucket of balls for eleven dollars. What's he doing there? Down. He golfs. So I guess I know, it was but... at the driving range. Oh, it's, it's like a local spot you could go for thirty minutes and hit some balls. Okay. So okay. I see him in front of me, and the old lady doesn't recognize that it's Larry David, and I'm standing behind him in line getting a bucket of balls, and I hear him say <laughs> to her, "This is straight out of the show." He goes. Why do you charge eleven dollars for the the, the uh, uh, basket of balls? And she goes, "What do you mean, sir? It's been eleven dollars for a long time." He goes, "Yeah, but then I give you a twenty. I got to get a five uh, and four ones. Uh, Why not just make it ten? Now I got." And he is arguing with the lady about the fact that it's eleven, not ten. He's I a millionaire. It. I love and it. And I'm like, "Why is nobody seeing this but me? This is uh, right out of the show." Wow. He's pitching about show. a dollar to exactly the lady, uh, and she doesn't know awesome. who he is. It was the best. 
It's just like that would that would go down in history as like one of my favorite things I'd ever seen. Like, yeah. like you could see, um, like I don't know, fuck, uh, an elephant give or a cheetah give birth right. in the wild on a safari, and I'd be like, I saw Larry David like barter for a bucket right. of balls. Like, it's like on par for me. A hundred. Like the, the 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 Northern Lights. I'd be like, I saw. Larry I got David, a like, Larry barter. David real life story. Shut the f. Not up. mine. Not mine. Sorry. Sorry. I'm relaying. Um, but my future landlord was name dropping during our phone call and he was saying that he's good buddies with larry david and that he parks at by his house and he parks on top of a fire hydrant like where it's like you're not allowed to park uh-huh. yeah, yeah. And the landlord or larry larry and of course he does uh-huh. and he and then i guess my landlord was talking to him being like um why you know it's going to be a ticket and he was saying that he would rather pay for a ticket than pay for like a new window Huh. A new and I like really gonna regret someone's gonna break into his car. I don't know. Okay. I mean, and now that I'm saying it, it made sense when he said. It, but now right. that I'm saying, I'm thinking I'm losing. You're losing the plot. You're of not. What? I get it. I get it. I'm just I trying to it. fit it. No, no. I get it. And I also have said that. I said I could drive to the airport. Right. Yeah. You know, and pay for parking nightly if I'm gone right. for three days, or I could pay a parking ticket. It Wait. is less expensive to pay for a parking ticket than it is for me to pay for three days of parking at LA. You mean and just leave the your way car? You said it, that's what Larry was trying to say too. So what I mean, whatever parking in LA is such <laughs> right. a joke that like it actually makes more sense to pay a ticket. There's no penalty right. as long as you pay it. Yeah. Than to pay to put your car somewhere else as long as it doesn't get towed. I'm getting it now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's I, you know. Yeah. The thing about Larry live. Well, he came out right. It was just a conversation with him and one of the directors. Like he was not like he had nothing prepared. He literally just like walked out, had a conversation and left. And like the fact that people will pay to see somebody just like have a conversation speaks volumes. It's so amazing. But he came out and just like sat down and immediately like. Do you think he feels pressure? No, I think he li- he's just like so authentically himself and has always been that and just markets himself that way that it's like you can't. Can't miss. Can't miss. He wrote the show about him. Yeah. And about how I he will acts. say I was like expecting it to be verbatim, like Larry David in real life is Larry David and Curb, but he was like more polite in person, which uh-huh. I guess like makes sense, but I just wasn't yeah. expecting. You know, like somebody offered him a blanket because he was he was freezing, obviously, and complaining. He's an old man. He's, he was he is old, yeah. He's He's frail. There's a group of people getting old. It's sad. It, it, it was making uh, me. It was making me nervous to look at him shivering. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. somebody offered him a blanket, and obviously he was like, "No," because I don't know where that's been. But he was like, "Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you." Whereas I don't like that was different than he can make light of himself. Yeah. You, yeah. Like I feel like yeah. there's, there's got to be a layer of him like watching himself from a higher point of view, being like, "You're an idiot." Right. You know, like right, the- right. He. I mean. Can't say enough good things about Larry. And then I yeah. saw John. And you saw John. Mulaney last, last night, which he doesn't, he doesn't miss. Like, he doesn't pause unless it's for comedic effect. Wow. Like, does not stutter. I can barely get a sentence out in private. And he's, like, in front of however many people. Just, like, it is the most beautiful art form to witness wow. is John Mulaney live. Did he do um, dad jokes? He only did one dad joke that he also did on SNL about, like, his son like seeing light for the first time uh-huh. and just like being annoyed. And when she was like, that's my son. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. saw that. I can't remember the, it was the on SNL. Line, yeah. I did see that. He, well, it was, that's my son. Um, he bonded with him, but I just like love John to pieces. And there's a bit of controversy with John. Um, 
And I don't think there should be. Do you want to just run through that really quickly? Yeah, basically, well, he went to rehab, which is now like what the show, the basis of his stand-up show is about is from scratch, life after rehab and, you know, his star-studded intervention. That's my favorite part. Nick Kroll was there, of course, via Zoom. Um, but basically he, a lot of his brand before rehab was like, I don't want kids. Very firm about that. And like he loved his wife. He loved his dynamite five foot Jewish wife, mm-hmm. which he would always say. And that personally felt okay. really good to hear as someone who identifies as a dynamite five foot Jewish woman. Mm. Yeah. That, that was really awesome <laughs> yeah. to be hearing that those words come from John's mouth. <laughs> Went to rehab, came out of rehab. You're like in his show. He like mentions five foot dynamite. <laughs> 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 talking about me throwing my bra on stage <laughs> but then came out of rehab came out that he's getting divorced from five foot dynamite jewish wife and then his wife came out and basically was like this fucking sucks how did you take the news when i didn't take it i didn't take it well yeah. and what made it worse is that he then immediately and again we don't know the exact timeline of of, of events we only know when we got that information uh-huh. but then immediately started dating olivia munn which yeah. is a model who's a model and that is she's not five foot no it's tough to see that kind of transition from five foot dynamite jewish woman to olivia munn that you can't help but take that personally yeah you know i do yeah i know we all do there's a lot of like olivia's just swooping in right a lot of so and they're all blonde so So true and then immediately got olivia pregnant after like his whole Mm -hmm. like not having kids so that had to be tough controversy for the wife and so that's yeah. kind of where a lot of people are like, what the fuck, John? Like, this isn't what we signed up for. But also, like, I really, even though it's a personal attack, uh-huh. you really don't know what happened there, you know? Yeah. That's and that's all I have to say. And that's why I think we can't we can't be sl- slandering John. Um, even though it hurts. I won't lie. It, I'll yeah. be the first one to admit. I'm in agony. But it's not cancel worthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that's that. He was amazing. So, the love of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Naturally. And I got a tote bag. That's good. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. To match my two additional shirts that I have for my other John. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, how was Stagecoach? We, that's where we started. Oh, shoot. I, <laughs> that's oh, where we started we 26, 26 <laughs> minutes ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just, well, Courtney and I, Courtney stayed down the road for me. I stayed like up the road from her. As naturally uh-huh. as directions work, yeah. I had a good time. I don't know. I think Sagecoach is like an interesting beast. Mm-hmm. Sagecoach is the country version of Coachella, right? It's less influencery, in my opinion, but a lot of influencers go. Mm-hmm. I saw. I didn't realize they were even there until oh, after. I couldn't help but notice you posted a picture with Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> yeah. How I can't recognize like I I didn't have, recognize him. I could have the most famous person sitting in front of me and i would be like i think you're probably my fourth grade school cl- like <laughs> i don't know what i know you no, from. i know you it's gotta be from but, elementary school yeah well it was that was super weird because i was with i was i went to midland on wednesday midland's a really good country band they sing people say i got a drinking problem so uh-huh. i really love them i went i flew to houston to see them like a month Whoa. ago and then at the, at the rodeo wow. and then saw them at winston house in venice beach Last oh week God. on Wednesday. And You're a roadie, dude. And I met their team, like the management team, who I like had friends on that I didn't know. And they were like, come with us on Friday night to the front of the stage. And then we'll, we'll watch them. And I, at the front of the stage, naturally, I see Brittany and her friend Taylor. 
Brittany Broski mm-hmm. and her friend Taylor sitting there in like fold out chairs right. that they brought. Yeah. Wow. They, they got beers and they're sitting there at the They front know of the stage, how to do stage. They sitting right here looking at, you know, at the stage right here. And I was like, oh my God. Okay, cool. I'm going to stay with them. And I'm staying with them. I'm standing with them. And I like, one one song I really like comes on. And I'm like, look, I look to my left. And Mila Kunis is like right next to me. Wow. And I think I looked at her dead in the eyes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, she's hard to miss. I wouldn't have recognized Ashton Kutcher. He looks like every other, like, you can take a ride on my big green tractor. Right. Like, he dressed up like Whoa. a like a cowboy and like was wearing like a straw hat. He's on my list but, of crushes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Understandably. Love him in two and a half. I don't think you're alone there. Yeah. Um, he was in Two and a Half Men. Well, when Charlie Sheen left, and I know this because I spend a lot of time with my grandparents, and universal experience, I think, is that Two and a Half Men is always on at your grandparents' house. Uh-huh. I, I don't know why. You're right. It's kind of like those little candies that yeah. are in a little bowl. I mean, I literally, like, every time I'm sleeping over my grandparents, I'm woken up by that men, 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 uh-huh. that theme song. But I don't Ashton understand took how over. that show had, like, a cult fall. Ashton took over for Charlie Sheen when he made his exit. Uh-huh. How can Ashton Kutcher take over for Charlie Sheen? <laughs> well, what happened, and I can tell you because I'm familiar with the show, Charlie Sheen died in Two and a Half Men. I didn't know that. Got pushed in front of a train. and then Via going via to rehab. Uh-huh. In real life? IRL. I think he just, yeah. Like, I bet he wrote that part. Kind of yeah. like cursed out everyone and everyone was like, goodbye. Um, and then... He, the whole show, like, lived in a mansion, and then Ashton Kutcher's character bought the mansion, and then Alan, the other brother, just didn't leave. Did you know so, I was living any further kids? For Charlie Sheen's kids? Did you see some shit? I'm actually not allowed to talk about it any of it. That's, not, well, offline. Then why the fuck did you bring it up, Courtney? <laughs> no, I had to we tell you. We need some tea. That's I had to crazy. Tell you. Yeah. Well, um, no, thank you for telling us. Um, Thank you for sharing your story. Anyways. Sorry, I well, completely <laughs> cut off your story. <laughs> well, I, so I'm, I, I see Ashton. I would have gotten a much better picture, and I did my classic intro that I can't share with the world because it's too good, and I can't let everybody be used. You've already shared it. No, no, I got a good, I got a better one. Oh, okay. Oh, yep. And you saved that. You said this one's one, this one's for the world. This one's for the podcast. This one's this one's for my personal archive. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I go up to him and I use my little saying, and what's like a, Mila, Mila was right next to me, and then she kind of like shifted over to their friends. Right. And I was like, can we get a picture? And then he did this thing. Is that what you say? Is that your saying? What? Can we get a picture? I don't know if you had like. No, I was like, oh, do you care? Like, because we, I get a little, I get them a little loose before. What's your go-to approach to these big-time celebrities? Um, being like you need to write a book. Being like fairly normal, and then like I really don't care if you take a picture. Like no harm, no foul. Like it's not gonna ruin my night if I don't. I'm not gonna like upset. Like whatever. And then he was like, oh, you take a picture. I was like, I looked at him. I was like, really? Like that's like the most celebrity. He said, you want to take a picture? No, I said it, and then he he did this thing. And I was like, "Can we act like a little more friendly than that?" Like, you I said was, that to I Ashton Kutcher. Yes, <laughs> yes, I said that to Ashton Kutcher. I had had so many drinks at that point, uh-huh. and I was that- like, and he was like, "Sure." <laughs> and then so I exited the picture. I would I'd, punch you in the face if I was Ashton Kutcher. I didn't say it rude. I'm, I'm right. not being rude, but I'm just saying like, it's like funny, you know? Like, oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, and he, I would like delete the picture, and I come back, do it again. He goes. Same exact pose. I'm like, okay, lost cause. Thank you. You and said that. I know, but I'm in my head. I'm like, okay, this is oh. not gonna. It's not gonna get any better. I'm not asking for another picture. Yeah. I just walk back to Brittany Broski. But um, I like posting, and, and no one realized. I, oh. That's what I'm saying. If you see the photo, you don't realize it's Ashton Kutcher because he looks like a normal dude. He does. Mm-hmm. And he was really nice. Yeah. He was really nice, and yeah. Mila was really nice too. But um, and then I walk back. I leave artist, which is like the front of the stage, and I go back 
to like sit in the grass behind. And he goes up on stage with Thomas Rhett and sings, I got a friend. Oh, it was wow. Ashton Kutcher and Thomas Rhett singing. Wow. I got friends in love. And I was like, that, oh, that's I a once in a lifetime crazy. performance. It was really cool to see. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't, I only ran into you. Well, no, hang on. First I ran night. into you Friday night briefly. Uh-huh. Um, and then was like losing the group that I was leaving the yeah, festival yeah, yeah. with. So I was like, right. oh, like I'll see you guys tomorrow. And then I saw, I didn't see you guys again until Sunday night. Mm-hmm. But how was your experience? It was great. I'd never been to a festival before, and I didn't know I was going until like Wednesday, super late. Um, actually, I don't think it's the vaping that's getting me. I think I'm just having. I think I just think I can't breathe every time I start talking. Oh, I yeah. Are you having yeah. anxiety? <laughs> I don't know. Um, what? No. <laughs> um, uh, no, it's great. I thought a festival was like you get up at like nine a.m. Right. I'll get ready for three days in a row. And I was going with a group that's like very outgoing yeah. and like keeps up. And I was like, no shot in hell I'm going to be able to last. Like right. I'm, I'm going to, I won't make it. And so then on the drive towards there, I was telling Patrick, our friend, yeah. I was confiding and I was like, I just don't, I don't know I'm going to do this. And he was like, no, it's, yeah. He was like, no, it's great. We're going to get to like, we have a, we were, I get that. I should, my ear has like a hard time with, is it still the ear? Ow! Oh, <laughs> Connor, be gentle with her ear holes. They're tight. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Petite. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I really shoved it in. Yeah, you, it's staying. Um, Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Connor. <laughs> Zoinks. Um, Anyways, okay, so you, it was not what you expected is what... Oh, yeah, and so apparently you stay at the house right, all day. Right. And I would say I'm sure that Stagecoach is a different experience for other people that are big country music fans because... Some of the artists that you want to see are going to be playing at three. Yeah. Right. I, we weren't pressed to see anyone. So we were like chilling at the house until like five. Wow. Six. And that so then sounds I, amazing. At this point, I'm thinking, oh, it's like some, it's just an evening activity. It's summer camp. Right. Then we all go to this thing together. We play and have fun. We all come back. It's just like a little nightly activity. And it was so fun. It's kind of like, yeah, like then that we did the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And it was so much more chill than Coachella because yeah. it was like, no one's like, pushing to the front you just want to listen to music honestly so it was a big like sit down in the grass relax have some beer like the the crowd at coachella was very much like on molly okay and i picture it being like okay you know silver like flea Mm -hmm. big Mm -hmm. fan Mellow's Trading Post. Silver Lake Flea. People These are, are going, like flea markets, by the way. Pe- people are going to shop and look at things. Melrose Trading Post, everyone's looking at none of the clothes, just looking at to see who's there. Celebrities. And yeah. I think Coachella's probably a lot more of like who's around me. And mm, Stagecoach, I felt like, was just there for the music. and time. It was cool. It was a good time. And we also like hung out because the big people that we wanted to see. We wanted to see two artists today, and it was the sunset person and the headliner. And so it was so nice. Yeah. And then it gets cooler at night too, so we didn't have to like be out in the heat all day. Mm-hmm. Um, but Saturday, what happened? Let's talk about Saturday, shall we? Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I wake up in a great mood. It's Saturday. We get one of those a week. I I, I milk those for all that they're worth. No vibe checks on Saturday. Right. Uh-huh. I could go on and on and on. I wake up. I'm beaming, smiling ear to ear. Didn't do anything bad Friday night. Um, Saturday, I like wake up. I have breakfast. I have a I have a Bloody Mary with my breakfast. Wow. Love those. I'm sitting in a I'm sitting in a country club, looking around. I'm having eggs Benedicts with pulled pork. It was just like couldn't have been better. Yeah. And then who like, made this? Did y'all order it? We were at like we were staying with my friend's parents 
Oh my who's, god! Yeah, so it was we were at, at their a country house. club. They live in like a golf course. Whoa! Community. So we would walk there and then. Awesome. And so we got. I mean, it's like such good food and drinks and everything. And it's like good wholesome uh-huh. activity for the morning instead right. of like my previous festival experiences, like waking up on the ground right. in a kitchen, right? Uh-huh. Climbing up the fridge right. to get a bottle of water, right. laying on the ground until right. I find a piece of bread to right. chew on, right? Uh-huh. Um. So, anyways, much different experience. I'm feeling awesome. And then we had uh, my friend's dad's 60th birthday that we went and stopped by. Mm-hmm. And then Josh Richards really was having what I thought was his birthday. And we go to Josh Richards' house, and it was a good time, but I'm drinking this whole time. Mm-hmm. And then I had to go to the festival early that day to do a, a brand deal mm-hmm. with Liquid IV, which might have saved my life. <laughs> Liquid IV might have saved my life on Saturday. I'm drinking, 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 drinking. Unfortunately, I had a period of about 30 to 45 minutes on Saturday evening where I blacked out mm-hmm. while still standing. I lost time all my the friends. Day was this? this is at, based on my time of my only picture I took during the day. I think this is around 9, 30, 10 during oh. Carrie Underwood, which I, I didn't time. see an yeah. ounce of yeah. Carrie Underwood. But then I got freaked out because my phone was dying and I was by myself. Oh, yes. Yeah, I went up. So... I have a close friend. I ran into everybody that I ran into that I didn't come with uh-huh. during this forty-five minute blackout period, <laughs> okay. which sucks. And one You're of those people was by yourself. yeah, one oh. of those people was my friend's mom, who I've known for several several uh-huh. several years. And I introduced myself to her. <laughs> I said, "Hi, like, what's your, who are you? Like, what's your name? I'm Connor." And she, she was, was like, a fan? "Connor, it's Kelly. We've known each other uh-huh. for about four years now." <laughs> so that was hard. That's a tough pill to swallow. Right. I also got word that I was trying to get out of every exit saying that my wife was pregnant <laughs> and she was headed to the hospital <laughs> and I needed to get out of the emergency exit and onto a golf cart. Stat. <laughs> Which like, seems on brilliant mind. <laughs> like I be, <laughs> I'm thinking about you slurring my wife is pregnant. My wife is pregnant and I need to get on a golf cart now. Because <laughs> I just really had blisters. <laughs> it's like I, they wouldn't let me out of the festival. I'm like, please, please. God, her water just broke. So, please do something. That's um, really funny, Connor. Thanks. Well, it didn't work. And I found myself on the side of the road by myself. I come to, and I'm like, where am I? Like, what am I doing? And run into two guys who do go ahead and steal. They mug me. You're kidding. What? I I say mug, but because I can't think of a better word. They didn't rough me up or anything, but I've been mugged before, and they did rough me up, and they stole my phone and wallet and whatever. Luckily, I lost my wallet at Coachella, so I didn't have to worry about losing, like getting mugged from my wallet. So I didn't have a wallet on me. I had my phone in my waistband because I was walking and I was holding a water bottle. But I did have my very expensive cowboy hat uh-huh. that says Fibs on the side Aww. that I just got. And, and they, they did take that hat. Aww. And that's it? They didn't take your I phone? I didn't have anything else on my person. Did they just say, hi, give that to us? It was us? Like, give, give, like, give us your shit. And in my head, I was Wait, like- Wait, they said that yeah, to you? What yeah, if, would you have thought about guys. this being like, no, thank you? I was by guy. myself. My phone was on 4%. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I was waiting on an Uber. And my Uber was- pay- I ordered the Uber another block up so that I could like it would be there by the time I walk because I don't want to like sit in one spot because I was by myself so I was like I'm just going to walk as and we'll meet you know at a point and they took my hat and I got I mean I I went home they didn't press you for anything I didn't have anything else I had my phone in my waistband I was like I literally don't have anything which is so lucky yeah 
but I was wearing jorts. Oh my god! And those they were pretty tight on my on my figure, so uh-huh. yeah. they held the phone tight right. for me. Wow. Yeah. Oh Anyways, my god, that was it. That's okay. scary. That's yeah. really really. But I got. Scary. I mean, I got home like, in one piece. Yeah. It was a bummer the next day that I didn't have a cowboy hat. Right. Um, but I had an Olivia Rodrigo trucker. That thank that, God. That, I wonder how they knew like the cowboy hat was worth. <laughs> I think, like, it was the only thing on my person. It looks expensive. Yeah. So, I mean, I just don't, I can't imagine these dudes. One was in, like, a basketball jersey. Like, what are you going to wear? A hat that says fibs? Yeah. Right. To, co- to stagecoach? You played them well. Well, if they don't realize it, it was on, I, I mean, again, I was blacked out for 45 minutes, and this is the one That's foggy so thing scary. that I have, which makes me think that, like, that experience, like, the adrenaline, like, was like, brain, you have yeah. to come back right. for this. What was the one picture you had during that that blackout period? It's just a video of me on the side of the road with all the buses going by that says, and I it films the buses going by, and then it's me, and I say, God damn it. God damn it. Hopefully oh. we could put that. Oh, oh is that, that the hat? hat? There's the hat, yep. Aww. So surely you understand that it looks like an expensive hat. Well, if anyone sees that is hat. Is that what the background's going to be? Call 911. Yeah, yeah. that's what it's going to be. Yeah. That's what it is right now. Um. Anywho, so that's that's stagecoach. Wow. I'm sorry that took so long to explain. That's okay. And then that's Corny okay. and I went and saw. We danced in our asses danced off. Danced and we played. We danced the night away. Um, we saw uh, Tom, what's his name? Thomas Rhett. No. Uh, Carrie uh, Underwood. Luke, Luke, Luke Combs. Luke Combs mm-hmm. We saw who was Which phenomenal. I thought we were seeing Luke Bryant the whole time. So imagine my surprise when I saw Luke Combs. All right. On right. Stage. Same thing. Yeah. And then we saw Diplo. Oh yeah. Oh. Who what was is, really does good? Does he sing country? No, he's he he he, he was he right. You know when like everyone started wearing cowboy hats and being like a cowboy, like he really leaned into oh, that. Oh, I think you're right. And so now he like remixes like a bunch of songs, but he brought out Orville Peck, which was cool. I don't is I thought that's a popcorn guy. That's Orville Redenbacher, which is easy to confuse. <laughs> you you know point. his name? Yeah, I do know his name. <laughs> you that's, know his name? That's gonna go ahead and be my favorite brand of popcorn. <laughs> huh. That is a good brand. Yeah. Now Orville Peck is the one who is like Sia vibes. Like doesn't take his mask right. off. Right. Yeah. Nice, bro. Thank you. Good and job. I, yeah. Thank wow. you. So he came out and performed like one or two songs. That's Orville Peck right yeah. here. Nah, he has like a mask that he's literally the scariest mask I've ever seen. Yeah, it's spooky. Yeah, no, but he is a force. I bet he loved when the pandemic started with that. Oh, yeah, surely. I think yeah. That is I've never seen like a country singer go the route of like scary. Does anyone know what he looks Costume. like? No, you can't find a picture of his face. Does anyone know what Sia looks like? He's teasing like? it with yeah. those little tassels at the bottom, though. Wow, we really don't. You can kind of, I mean, you can't really piece it together, that, honestly. That one. Yeah. That's, that's Diplo. Oh. Uh. Um. Anyways, no, so I couldn't find it, but he brought him out and there was a rumor via me that <laughs> um, Morgan Wallen was going to come uh-huh. out. So I was like telling everybody that because uh-huh. I'd heard it. Unless I dreamt it. I have no idea. But I knew that he was at the festival, and uh, I felt like it made sense for him to come out with Diplo, and he didn't. And I told everyone with You get really vivid dreams and can't figure out what's real life. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But also, I drink frequently, (laughs) so sometimes I can't tell if it's a dream or it happened. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I went on a date one time, and I um, asked... I Okay. We were on a date, and then the next day, I did... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we Don't be shy girl yeah we were on a date and he had mentioned a second date and then um i lost my keys so then i asked to spend the night 
How convenient. Yeah, yeah. Strategy. Which he did not want me to, but I was like, I, I'm so sorry. All my roommates are asleep. Like, I can't get home. Um. So the next day, he, like, clearly did not want me there. I don't see. I'm The vape is coming back in. No. Um. Okay. He did not want me there right. at all. So then, but I, and I know I didn't want to go on a second day with him. Uh, but I always think you should give people two dates unless totally. it's like terrible because you just don't know if they're having like a bad day. I don't know if it's good advice. Um, but so then on my way out, it was like 730 and you couldn't have want, wanted me there less. Right. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, that um, second date. And then he was like, uh, and then I was like, you were saying that um, you wanted to take. So he worked for Universal. Uh-huh. I was like, you were wanting to take. <laughs> Sorry. You were wanting to take me on a tour of Universal. And he said that we can go bake cakes in the kitchen. Oh, (laughs) you were dreaming. And he was like, what are you talking about? I was like, no, 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 no. You were saying for the second date you wanted to take me on a tour of Universal. And then we can go bake cakes in the kitchen. And that sounds really fun to me. And I would love to do that. And he was like, we didn't talk about cakes one time. (laughs) And I was like, I'm so sorry. I have really vivid dreams. I think I might have dreamt this whole thing up and then um i like turned around and sprinted and then he was like um the exit of the apartment is gonna be the other way and then <laughs> and my little cowboy boots sprinted the other way and um we never talked never about. talked yeah, wow and he probably is telling everyone this girl's on crack and she's making things up i don't know i and i tried reverse rules and i'm I don't know. I that, don't know what I would those think. Those dreams have gotten you in trouble a few times. Yeah, I have reacted on my dreams in real life. Right. Because I genuinely will be like, I've apologized to friends for things. I've been like, I'm so sorry I screamed at you about that. And they're like, you, what? Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, that is you should. Something. Are you taking melatonin or anything? I don't take anything. Yeah. Cause, and I can't take anything because... My dreams are already so vivid that if I take a melatonin and I have a bad dream, oh, I will. You probably have a seizure. Um, well, I will just like, I don't know what happened. Scary. It's like so scary that I will like not sleep for like four days after because I'm so scared of falling asleep wow. again and it happening. I, yeah, I actually had narcolepsy when I was little because I was so scared of sleeping because my dreams were so vivid and I like was just so scared of what would happen when I went. Whoa. That's like Freddy Krueger. I wonder if Poor. that's worth like a sleep study or something. I would go with you to a sleep study because I can't Should ever go? keep my eyes open. Look, oh. Yeah. Two different problems, but same same come from the we same need, we need the yeah. same help yeah we could b- bunk well um if anyone else is having these nightmare issues i had them for the long time i slept in my parents room until i was 14 because me too was, did you really uh not 14 but like wait on the, i slept on a floor uh-huh. in the sleep in a sleeping bag uh-huh. for like uh, really long and then my parents started dragging me out like <laughs> inch by inch well, basically what happened was one time I threw up in my room when I was little uh-huh. and I was like, I, I, you understand I cannot go back in there ever yeah. again because if I go back into a room where I threw up once, I will throw up again. Wow. Yeah. So I never went back in my room. And so I slept in my parents' room on the floor and then the, a therapist told them to move it inch by inch <laughs> every single day until it was in the hallway. And then I slept in the hallway for a few years on the floor. It, like I get it. Bag. It makes so much yeah, sense. Yeah, it really does. I uh, my parents were so fed up with me sleeping in their room that I wasn't allowed to. So I would wait until they fell asleep. So I'd wait until like one or two, and then I would go and I would sleep under their bed. And then when my dad would wake up, I would like watch his feet. And then once he went into the bathroom, I would like make my heart break and like crawl up from under their bed. And they Morning, had no they idea. Were I was just thinking that it never happened. I guess I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, I don't that know. would ruin your life. That would. But I would talk I would, about vivid dreams. 
Oh my god, what if they started having sex like in the middle of the night? Yeah, exactly. I don't think my parents are hot and heavy like that. Uh huh. Or morning. Oh my god, Ooh. that would be. I would be under the bed. Like <laughs> I thought, my parents had my sister when I was, or my mom was pregnant with my sister when I was seven. Uh-huh. And my understanding was that you had to have sex every night that you were pregnant Whoa. to keep the baby alive. <laughs> so I did not go near. Do you my, not? Not, I don't, not particularly. You can not, certainly you can, have sex you while can, pregnant. But you don't, it's not a requirement, which I've heard is what I thought. towards the end of the pregnancy. Yeah, to kind of get the baby out. Yeah. But I did not go near my parents' room for that whole eight, nine months. You were yeah. looking at Because I thought they were fucking every, every single time. night to keep my sister alive. There's been, yeah, wow. Which was. I'm not going to comment on it. Yeah. Did you, how did you think that babies were made? I knew. You knew? Well, yeah, well, I had the talk. Oh. very early on because I was so obsessed Curious. with that information. And so then my mom got a book and sat me down uh-huh. and and went through the whole shebang with me. And I, uh-huh. so I knew that you had to have sex, but I thought it was every night. I feel like you were just such a smart and curious kid. I bet they had to tell you just like anything you must They just had to tell you the truth because you would have figured it out. Well, I was I had I had a lot of issues. Yeah. Yeah, you could say smart, smart and curious <laughs> in therapy three times a week. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's therapy. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good to get started early. Yeah, I really since, since we have average fashion blogger here, and last night was a Met Gala. I'd really like to just talk about some of the fashion at the Met Gala. Since I'd like to. We have so many experts on scene today, um, and I don't know. I don't know what we're going to talk about, to be honest. I don't really know what the Met Gala is. Do we know what the Met Gala is? Do they just walk around? I think it's more of a fashion as art. So is you, it a could be, Is it an installation? Good point, Corny. Is it? Um, it's more of like what a the Met- gala. The Met Gala or Met Ball, formerly it called the Costume writer. Institute Gala or the Costume Institute right. Benefit, is an annual... So what do you do inside? Like, are they drinking? I think it's a dinner, like... The way I think of it is like different tables. Uh-huh. You're eating. Maybe some people come out on stage to talk. It's, it's, it's man. The whole right? time I thought Anna Wintour was uh, Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> whole time. <laughs> um, okay. Well, whatever. Right. It's a fashion okay. benefit. Right. I'm just curious. It's, I, it's a, a benefit. It's I, a be- yeah. I'd read. like to get like the ring footage of what happens inside right. of this benefit because yeah. there's nobody performing. Right. They're just talk- they I'm, just they're just like right. it's do they have just, speakers? There's a bathroom. Probably corn. I'm that's what I'm thinking. It's just yeah. like speakers come out on stage it's while a, everyone's at the tables. I've never yeah. been to a benefit. No, me neither. Bene- but I'd feel like I'd really do well at a benefit. Mm-hmm. Why? No reason. Mm-hmm. It just feels like something that I would do well at. Okay. Uh-huh. Um sure. anyway, so <laughs> so I guess like basically the whole like premise here is you 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 kinda like come in, you you got a dress for the theme. The theme right. this year was what? Gilded Age? Yeah, to glam. Which? Gilded Age to What's... something glamour? Or. Gilded Age gilded of American. To... Uh, any chance? American Horror Story? No, it was Gilded. <laughs> it was. Uh, I don't when know. When are they going to do? It was Gilded Age. I know gilded, for a fact. Yeah. I, I read it a hundred times on Twitter. Um, and Gilded Age was. I'm pretty sure Gilded Age means uh, Bridgerton. Yeah. And. Uh, and with that premise, with that framework okay. of thought, I'm genuinely so lost at what people wore. Well, here's the thing. That's a fun theme to get full glam on. Yeah. Nobody did. I, not a single person did it. I'm pretty sure. No one that I saw. I was pretty much inundated with 
pictures from the Met Gala, and Blake Lively, I uh, tier one. Really? Yeah. Oh hey, my Blake God! Lively. Congrats on yeah, that. Sorry, I just you've been working hard on. I realized. I realized. Yeah. When I saw her at the scene, I was like, tier one. Tier one. Sometimes you Ryan really Reynolds. Know when you Wait, know. is she married to Ryan Reynolds? Yes. It gives me the ick. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds does. And it could be because if it's a yeah. tier one with Blake Lively. Totally, Connor, that'll happen. What a break when in your you face really, you've had today. Wow, when you yeah. feel that strongly about but someone. But that, I mean, yeah. Blake Lively, when she was in like Savages, the movie, which is that movie about drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Very, very sexy. Very Uh-oh. steamy. Um, <laughs> Add it to my list. Very, very. It's crazy. I think she's, uh, I won't go into details. I, I suggest you watch it. Uh, Kylie Jenner. Well, here's the thing. Uh, is I understand that people are trying to make a statement. Uh-huh. With their outfits, and that's the thing. I don't really understand. I'm getting 2015 cut. Why do you have to? Why does your statement? Why can't you look good and make a statement? I guess is what I'm trying Blake to. Blake Lively. Right. I'm looking at Kylie Jenner right now, and I love you know I love the Kardashians, but uh-huh. I'm just like, sure. In theory, let's say I understood what you were trying to say. I don't, but let's say I did, and you make a statement with that. Great. Not sure what it is. It's, I believe that you're it's, making it's, one. It's, I believe that she's making one. It's baseball game at six. Right. David's bridal at why? four. Why? <laughs> I guess my question is why. I think if you, and I'm sorry, if you say you like that, you're you're lying to yourself and others. I agree. Can you zoom yeah. in? More. Yeah. Like, up, I'm up. like. I just, I just like, there's this, there's this thing I have that I've been noticing recently where like. Oh, uh, you guys have the same hat. Rich people. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Kylie are. Twinning, she set the trends. Um, it was an it was off white, and she like worked with Virgil, uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, oh. so it was like a, I think it was a tribute to American something or something. This outfit makes no sense for her. I yeah, I don't it get just it. Just like it doesn't make sense, but then for her specifically, it just doesn't look good. Let's, let's at move the end on. of the day. I, I just love when rich people have bad taste. It like is pretty inspiring to me. That's uh, and then I. I just, I don't even know if I'm gonna have anything. To I say I about don't. It. I just don't really think anyone looked that great, and I yeah. just don't know why. Nicki Minaj. Why are they all wearing? Looks snap like she's back. taking out the trash. I I I don't know. It looks like she's holding two giant bags of trash. Next. And I feel like I'm Who missing else? something. Jared Leto. Okay. <laughs> it's not Jared Leto. Oh. But I guess. Who is th- that? There's this thing? guy that went. Um. It looks like Harry Hill said it best on Twitter. This is the beta fish competing for your attention at Petco, so you'll pick it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I just, how was that on the theme? Is that Jared Leto? How many Jared Leto's went? Oh, Dakota Johnson is. Yeah, Daco- cannot. Dakota. Cannot. Uh, what? 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 What about her? What are you? Gonna, what <laughs> no were you going to say? In case you what were you going to no, say? Go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, you. She can never do wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she is. Now, exquisite. what the fuck is it? Jared Leto themed. <laughs> is that they're matching? They're I, wearing the same thing. Right. One of us is are one of those confirmed Jared Leto at all? Can we, yeah, on yeah. the left. Okay. Yeah, um, I just don't. I think he looks I don't beautiful with the side bang. It looks like a free people wallpaper. I don't get it, and I don't know if I'm stupid or ahead of my time. I think it's a <laughs> very fine line between between <laughs> that those two was things. Really good, bro. Oh, thanks, Gordon. <laughs> uh, horrible. Courtney and Travis. Horrible. I'm sorry. I what don't is, get it. Can you zoom in on the, the bottoms? So we have, now we have, this is my m- mostly visual segment, obviously, for people listening on audio only. Um, 
We're, now but we're looking we're, at Courtney and Travis. I mean, these are some of the most beautiful people in the world with all the money in the world, with all the access and resources. Why are you doing this to yourself and others? It's, you know? Maybe it's funny. Maybe it's like a big I, elaborate I, prank. It, I just, it's, I'm I'm stupid. Can I, I say something that's like pretty negative? Please, yeah. by all means. About just like in general. Yeah. And I'm sorry, so sorry to everyone. I, I, I think Travis looks good. I think Travis looks pretty good too. Um, I agree. I, I, uh, just feel like all events recently have been so cringy and hard to look at and like so try hard. And it's all these celebrities being like, look at, we're here. We're look at, we're back. And it's like, I don't really give a we've, shit. Oh, we've yeah. lost the plot. We've lost the plot. Like it used to, I know, I honestly still don't know what the Met Gala is or what it was, but even just like with the I'm Oscars, saying, the Oscars used to be about the movies. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. No, yeah, you're it used right. used to be about the art and the films, and now it's about. Ouch. God, Everything but. I feel like I'm getting a oh, concussion, God. but just standing just, here. All right. Now, here's something that I have a lot of interest in. Yeah. A lot of vetted interest. Elon Musk is at the Met Gala. And you, I've been saying I his name like, wrong this whole time. Yeah. We learned. He's, she kept, Brooke kept calling Elon Musk Elon. I thought it was like an Alana. <laughs> like he's a Disney prince. Alana. Uh, Elon Musk's mom is hot. Oh, I okay. I can't tell if she is old or dead. But she, I, <laughs> she, uh, uh, I think he dressed really well for the for the theme. It was easy for the guys because guys just have to look like one of the guys Elon from Bridgerton. Who is looking like to me right now? Um, a wax statue <laughs> that's melting He's in the hot looking, summer sun. I don't think, and I don't want this to be taken out of context. I don't, I don't think he's hot, but he looks is, like someone that's hot. If that makes sense. He looks like someone with oh, the right person. Oh, he kind of looks like, squint your eyes for me. Take your, Maybe just take your glasses yeah, off. I'm, he kind of looks like Adam Devine. He's looking like someone that's hot, even though he's not hot. He looks like someone that if he has the right person. I on, can't figure it out. Hot. It's something I've been watching recently. Oh, hold on. Give me. We can circle back. Talk about something else. Okay. And then I keep talking. It's just interesting that this man who has probably a high percentage of the American population's net worth at his, you know back and call like he has so much else going on just at the party i just like i can't i probably wouldn't make it to a function tonight because we have a podcast right. this morning right mm -hmm. it, it, you're busy he just bought like a 44 billion dollar company and right i'm just gonna take the night and take my mom to the met for this event this yeah. benefit do you think he brought his mom as a pr stunt to like she's a model she What's her name? That, Something Musk? Is she a model because he is no. who he is or that was a completely good question. I don't venture? know. Is Elon a nepotism baby? Elon is or, part of... Or is the mom a nepotism a mom? <laughs> mom. Okay, Nepo nepotism. How do you say nepotism backwards? Also, Elon Musk is part of the Mandela effect. Oh, wait. Oh, wait tell us about that. Yeah. Mandela? Do you know about the Mandela effect? Mandela. You, Nelson Mandela? I think you would love the Mandela effect. It's Oh, I do know what this is. Yeah. So it started because... Nelson Mandela, people thought he died and then in jail, right. I think. And then people were like, no, 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 he, he's, alive. he's alive and he did this speech. And then it was just a weird thing because people remembered it half and half. And I went on a deep dive of the Mandela effect during the pandemic. And this guy who like his whole life has been all about space and transportation and everything like that. And then one day he was in grad school and then the professor was like, all right, guys, today we're going to be talking or the next week we're going to start talking about someone that like, I'm sure everyone knows, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, um, Elon Musk. And then everyone was like, ah, roaring. And then he was like, who the fuck is this guy? I've, I've never heard of this man. And so he, and he's. Who is the story of that? 
just this man who like his whole life has been space. He's extremely smart, like reputable. I don't know about reputable, like was in school though his whole life. His credibility and, in the space. Yes. And then he like went online and he was like, who is Elon Musk? Like, there's literally no way I would have never heard about this man. So then he went on Reddit and like <laughs> opened up about his experience of not knowing who he was. And then a bunch of people started saying, I am in the exact same boat. I like this is I've always been in space. I've always been in um I don't know, electronics and things like that. And I truly have never heard of this guy until like very recent. So some people believe that he's part of the Mandela effect. Well, interesting. The Mandela effect also has ties to like living in different planes of existence. Like there's other planes of reality that um, are like in the future and the past. And sometimes you can cross through a threshold and end up in a different. That happened to me. I'm in a different threshold. (laughs) I swear to God, I'm in a different threshold than I'm supposed to be. What do you mean? There was this one time before. (laughs) I can't wait to see how this somehow relates back to Matthew Gray Goobler. It doesn't. Before I downloaded TikTok, like you have to understand my whole life, like that was never like I shy, anxious. Like there was really never a moment in time that anyone was like, this girl's going to be on the internet. This is the sweetest thing. (laughs) <laughs> and there was one time I was driving home on the on the highway in Philly and I like almost got in a really bad car accident because I uh, wasn't looking. And I was like, I, I died in another life in that moment. And this is a new. And I think in one life I'm dead. Uh-huh. And it was that moment in the car accident. And then like a week later, I downloaded You're TikTok. You're a TikTok star. I, and in one life, I fully died in that car accident. <laughs> and in the, uh, another plane, which I got thrown into via car accident <laughs> that I'm not supposed to be in. I have a TikTok. <laughs> I'm dead. Really? I love this Does universe that, that you're in. Thanks, Corn. I'm so I'm happy, so happy to be here. Was. I'm so happy I was launched here. I wouldn't, I'm, yeah, not supposed how, to be here. Thanks for having you... me. Welcome. How? We have a new guest today. I actually have a really good question. Brooke Musk. Because um, I started social media like in 2016, 2017. Yeah. So I, mine was like slow Nobody bit. asked. I know. <laughs> but okay, so, and y'all's was like such a quick turnaround. Like y'all literally went from like right out of nowhere. Um, how was that? <laughs> what were we talking about right before Good this? Question. Should I like stay on something? No, no, no I we mean, don't. We, we don't t- believe in well, staying on. No, no, no. no. We were talking about in... the Met Gala looks with you, uh, your average fashion blogger. Yeah, so I dropped just... the fashion bit pivoting. years ago. Yeah, okay, so she dropped o- the fashion bit. I'm not. I'm. Oh, it's the name. I'm I guess over I'll it. go fuck myself. Thank you. Pivot. Okay, we're pivoting, and you said it did happen really quickly, and you had been in the space for so long. I remember like going on a hike with you one time, and I was like. Hey, I am like. This was pre. Was this, this beginning was during to, the pandemic? And, and you just started getting a following, right? And you were like, I, I had scary. like a hundred that, and I was like, I need advice. And I remember you being like, Listen, it's gonna get hard, harder before it gets better. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but now I hey, know what you're listen. talking about. Yeah, it gets really scary. I think that it just happened so quickly because TikTok is just like that. That's how TikTok works. But yeah, how like did you handle just, it? Like I really, I like, didn't. Yeah. It's hard. I got a therapist for the first time. Okay. Yeah, I was really like, I uh, like uh, freaked. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think I processed it ever. I think you did a really great job. Thanks. You corn. You know what's funny is like you said it happened quickly for us. There's people since we've been oh, yeah. like in the past year that have now started and have surpassed and are going like mega a lister right. like right now as we speak. Yeah. Which is crazy. TikTok changed the world. Right. Um, well, does anyone want to talk about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard or not really? No. 
I'll say something on that really quick. Uh-huh. Speaking of being ahead of my time, mm-hmm. I don't. I, I scroll. I scroll past it to be honest. All the trial stuff on TikTok because when I'm on TikTok, I'm looking for like a break, cooking a, a brainless meal, yeah. and like Emily Mariko, I'm not looking for like you know the heavier stuff. But I knew. I don't know Amber Heard from anything, but I knew she looked familiar, and I knew that I hated her. Yeah. So I'm like, why do I have such a violent hate for this woman? Turns out. She's in season one, episode 18 of Criminal Minds. And I hate that episode because Matthew, Greg Goobler, Dr. Spencer Reed makes out with a woman in the pool. Mm-hmm. And it's her. I it's Amber Heard. And that's the that. only reason I think she looks familiar. That's there, what I'm there they are in the pool. And I, that <laughs> scene makes me sick to my stomach. Connor, like you hate Ryan Reynolds because to see someone you I love. I say I hate Ryan okay, Reynolds. Okay, he gives you the act to see someone that you love with someone else. Sickening. I always skip that episode because of her, <laughs> oh because God. I hate her. So I'd just like to say I was ahead of the time with hating Amber Heard because of what she did on season one, episode 18 of Criminal Minds in Your 2005. So uh, that's awesome. That's Thanks, so Lauren. crazy. But ugh, barf. Um, anyway, that's my take on the Amber Heard Johnny Depp. <laughs> I can't believe you can do facial recognition like that because it's also got to be years since. I didn't really. I just knew she looked familiar, and then looked her up her IMDb and saw. Oh, and I knew that it's season one, episode eighteen because I. Skipped I thought it. you racked your brain until you were like, "Where is it? Where is it?" And then you no. found it. Um, I'm chewing these gushers in the mic. Well, is, is it catching your attention? No, oh, not okay. at all. Do you You're doing like a good job. What do you guys like ASMR? I do. I'm like hit or miss. I'm like yeah. freaking, I'm discovering all these new things that are like so irritating to me. Like last night when I was watching Seth Rogen, like I, there's people on the stage, but like I, right in my line of vision was the dude with the biggest, roundest, most perfectly sized <laughs> blockage head for me to not see Seth yeah. Rogen or Nick, Nick Kroll. Aww. It's and amazing how that happens I like every time. I had to it? hold myself back from smacking the shit out of my head and be like, be a good person. Yeah. Even though it's not his fault, he has a big stupid head. Yeah. You it's just like, you're like, I, no, that looks like, exactly I was like seething with anger I know. and it was not his fault. It was a me thing. No, it's not a you thing. He was sitting like a perfect good boy. It's not his fault, but it's, he could have done what I'm doing. Right, yeah, now. exactly. But I'm just, well like, I wouldn't expect him to slouch so that I could see but I wanted to hit him in the back of the head with like a hammer. I always envy the people that are sitting behind me because I'm like, you don't know how good you have it. Yeah. <laughs> that I'm barely five foot. How lucky yeah. are you? Yeah. My Venmo is. I have a couple quick things I just want to say so that people know that we're aware that they happened. One, at Netflix is a joke last night. Dave Chappelle was tackled on stage. Yes. I don't know why. Wait, what? Dave he Chappelle was. got tackled on stage. Someone stormed the stage. I thought you were going somewhere completely different with this. Nope. Someone stormed the stage, tackled Dave Chappelle. Apparently, I like what? don't know this for, I don't, I. Were you there? No. No. Because he was at Hollywood Bowl, which is a huge, huge arena here in LA. I don't even know how you go to see someone at no. Hollywood Bowl. There's that really no point. Was. Just watch it at, on Netflix. But he was tackled on stage. We have the visual pulled up if you're watching. Dave Chappelle tackled on stage. I don't know any information on this, so I can't speak to it. But apparently, well, he had a fake gun, right? Apparently, he had a fake gun. The guy that attacked him? The, uh-huh. the images are very graphic. Oh, no. So he got pulled backstage and we don't see what happened. But he got the shit rocked out of him. Like, Dave's security team beat the fuck out of this yeah. guy. Like, yeah. Broke his arms. Like, Holy shit. Like, Tanya Harding his legs, probably. And guess who comes out? Dave. None other than Chris Rock. 
And he says, grabs the mic and goes, was that Will Smith? Uh, <laughs> you're kidding me. No. And we have uh, been waiting. We have been waiting so patiently for Chris Rock to make so a Will you, Smith joke. You s- oh, wow. This wasn't at the one that you were That at. was a layup. That was a layup. So easy. Wow. Okay, hoping that Dave is okay. I mean, the fact that Chris and Dave can get their shit rocked on stage and then keep going, like I'd be needing immediate therapy to process, like bring my therapist on stage. Uh-huh. You know, See, I I'd know. be I'd be good to keep going. Oh, I would deal with it after. No, I can't. And then to get all this, I mean, like, wow, what a show! The guy got, I mean, his elbow was inverted. And this wasn't the like, one that you were at. No, 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 no. I was at like a very chill, calm uh-huh. when Harry met Sally moment. <laughs> um, and then something else happened, and I'm not remembering it now. Corny, you couldn't you couldn't make it to any Netflix as a joke. Oh yeah, you couldn't last night. I you... was busy breaking up with my boyfriend. Right, last you were night. obligated. Yeah, yeah, I was busy. Was it as funny, do you think, as Seth Rogen and Nick Kroll or John Mulaney? Um, uh, or not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did laugh sometimes. Oh, good. Yeah, there were a few good. jokes in there. I do remember really going into a deep because I had been friends with this guy for like mm-hmm. a year prior to. So, you know, I was, like, really trying to explain fully um, where I think things might have, like, messed, not messed up, but just where it was, like... Gone astray. Mm -hmm. Just where I was starting to question things. um, And I ended, and then I was, like, I've... In my head, I was, like, I've never done better at explaining anything in my life. And then what song was playing? Um, It was, like... Oh, you're never going to be able to listen to it again. No, because then he Was it in person? He starts drumming my leg and starts singing the song. And I was, like... Oh, (laughs) It was wow, like, like mid breakup, uh, mid breakup, and, and but also I mean like right after I finished, yeah, yeah he's and then starts singing song. Um, so that, Cope, that maybe that was his way of coping. It was, yeah, um, yeah, we broke up. I'm single. Damn, I really want to figure out that song. Oh, speaking of single, are you on dating apps here? And like, how it has been? How has been? been how has been? How has it been with uh, like people know your face? Good point. Oh, yeah. Like it's it's hard going on. I've talked about this before. Like when I mm-hmm. I'm making it about me really quick. <laughs> when I worked at Bumble, I had a Bumble profile because we had to. Right. And people saw my workplace was Bumble, and so yeah. all of the be- like all the girls I was matching was like, "Can you give me an internship?" Oh. And yeah. I'm like, "No." And then you know I stopped working there, and then I was here, and then you get on the internet, and then now it's like. Yours 50, has got to be tough. Fifty I, plus yeah, matches, and so now I'm like, I can't even use this, right? Because it's just about my, Aww. it's just about like yeah. my personality. What about my face? I mean, yeah, I feel that way. What about too. my body? <laughs> what about my upper body? Yeah, even my, when my we lower go, body. Every time we go out together, I get so mad for you. It's fine because that's why I drink so much, right? Because the ladies love. Yeah. The I'm ladies fine. love when I can't see straight and I'm looking and my eyes are crossed right. and I'm just looking right through them. Right. Yeah. It really, really. Play, vote they bodes well so how has it been like on on dating apps yeah well i think my situation's a little bit different i think i guys do follow me but it's mostly female okay um the girls and the gays mm-hmm. um so i run into that less i think yours is like probably one time a guy messaged me on hinge and was like hey i've seen your grubhub ad a lot <laughs> <laughs> you're funny is there any way for me to mute that specific ad <laughs> <laughs> by chance? Immediate block. Uh, <laughs> holy shit. That's funny. Mm-hmm. No, it, funny. Love Grubhub. Oh my God. Yeah, love, love you, it. Grub. Yeah. I have something about Grubhub. Okay. No, I'm going to make a TikTok about this. Okay. So I'm going right, to keep it to right. myself. Okay. 
Um, yeah, dating apps um, suck. <laughs> they don't. How's suck. dating in LA for you? Uh, 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 um, <laughs> I don't know. I I never dated until seven months ago, mm-hmm. and I should not have started dating seven months ago because I had just lost a shit ton of weight, right? And so I was like finding my new identity, and I there was so much I was going through. Um, so then when I got myself into a little relationship, I didn't even know who I was right. anymore. And so that ended sad. And then, um, I don't know. Dating is... Well, you're learning. I'm learning That's so what your much. 20s are about. And dating, starting to date at 25 is um, a lot. Do you... You can right. ask anything. <laughs> I thought you were scared. No, no. I mean, do you think like starting to date at 25, like because you hadn't before, just like asking for a friend at all? <laughs> do you... I, what was the question? I don't know. <laughs> We both just start crying. Right. Um, well, I mean, I was when I was talking to the guy last night, he um, carried some issues from previous relationships mm-hmm. into this one. Right. And that's a pro of not dating. That's what I was going to say. We don't have any You're just past dogging it. Yeah. Yeah. And now I think we probably have really good reads on people and mm-hmm. we are quick to be like, oh. <laughs> so True. Um, that's a plus as I actually feel like I've had really, really only great experiences with people. That's awesome. Learned good things. I might have a date tonight, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't think it is. But I'm bringing a boy to knitting club. He's okay, gonna, he wants to up. go on a date book, but she's ta- he is taking him to a knitting club because. Well, I don't. You know, I I know people. By the way, this is like yeah. nothing against you. This sure. that's a, you're in a very specifically weird situation. But I have friends who only invite like it's a, it's a girl, one specific girl I won't name, but she only specifically invites dudes from apps out with her friends. Oh, I would never do to, an alone To meet thing. her while she's out with her friends. Yeah. Does she think that's like the best version of herself? Because she can, if it's weird, toss the individual yeah, off onto exactly. us. That's my plan. And there was one night when someone came over to one of our friends' houses. And I, as, and I was there, correct? I can't remember, but yep. it was his birthday. Wait, the, the boy, the, the guy, the guy the that came boy? over and he came over at 10 p.m. and it was yeah. his birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, not interested in him. And here, and I was like, I was like, you need just like go, go, go celebrate your birthday with your friends. <laughs> and like, he was like, I mean, okay. I was like, gonna be on a, and I was like, no, you need to, I'm so sorry to say this, but you gotta, you have to go. <laughs> you do need yeah, to go. Yeah, I remember that. I won't be, that's like, a tough look. I won't be going to sleep and closing my eyes knowing that it's your birthday and you're spending it here with a bunch of strangers. Right. Like, it's not gonna sit well with right, me. Right, right. Anyways, I'm wishing you the best on your date tonight. Thanks. I don't think it's, I don't think it's a date. Well, Time will tell. I guess next. I'll week let we'll you know. know next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's really exciting. I gotta come to knitting club tonight. Yeah, you yeah. do. Six thirty. Um, be there. Be swear. I w- I really <laughs> really badly want to read this email that we okay, got. Okay. Yeah. Please. I, re- I think that you guys will have a lot to say about it. We have one email. I know we're kind of going over right now, but we got this email from Maxine. She says, "Hi guys, your podcast is so great. My name is Maxine, and this is my embarrassing story. Stay with it. It gets bad." Okay, so one day towards the end of sixth grade, I was walking home and walked down a street parallel to the train tracks in my town. There was an underpass to the right of me that goes towards the center of town, blah, 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 blah. And a white van drove towards me. What if I pretended that the van stopped and tried to kidnap me? So I go into town, saw my best friends, and told them that a white van had stopped, and the driver asked if I wanted candy. Right after I told my friends, they freaked out and told me to call my parents. Going along with the lie and seeing no issue, I called my dad, who was in New York City, for his work for reference i live in new jersey 30 minute train ride from the city he immediately went to take a train home and called the cops 
in town to speak with them. Mm. I walked up to the police and started giving them my name, telling them my story. They took down my name and told me I should come to the station for questioning when my dad got home. I walked home, waited for my dad, and when we went to the chief's office when he got home. I went alone in a room with a detective and he asked me a ton of questions about what the guy looked like and I made up an entire fake description of both the car and the man. They thank me and I bring and bring me out the room and they bring my dad in. My dad talks to them and then comes out, takes me to the car. Once we're in the living room, he asks me, Maxine, is there anyone, anything you want to tell me? Upon asking me this question, I immediately burst into tears. In between incessant apologies, my dad tells me that the police chief and detective had told him that there was security footage all over town that recorded me walking down the street with the white van driving by but never stopping and keeping going. Yep. I ended up having to go to the station and apologize to everyone. I was grounded. I guess I was just extremely desperate for attention and did that shit for no reason. It was extremely embarrassing in the moment and I wouldn't do it again, but I'm grateful to have such a horrific story to tell people. I see so much of myself in this story. Immediately my brain goes to when I called 911 on my mom. Immediately. <laughs> That's where I'm Remind at. me what happened. Sure. Um, it was same time, <laughs> sixth grade. And I had walked into the kitchen and my mom was in like a horrible, horrible mood. And I was like, okay, what's for dinner? Chicken for dinner, whatever. I'm a meat. No, I'm not having chicken. I don't want chicken. I'll make pasta. I don't know how to boil water. I don't know that you have to boil water to make pasta. She goes, no, we're having chicken. Like the kind of scary calm that you're like, you know, like she's about to fucking crack. And I was like feeling, again, really oppositional. And I was like, no, I'm going to make myself pasta. And I reached to like get a box and she grabbed my arm and was like, we are having chicken. And then she like grabbed my arm really hard to the point where like she had really claw long marks. nails. Sure. And there was a one small claw mark mm-hmm. in my arm. And I immediately was like, you are, you are going to regret what you've just done. Walked right upstairs, called 911. And then they answered, and I was like, oh, fuck, like, shit. And then I was just like, oh, my mom, and then hung up, <laughs> locked myself in my room, sirens. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh. And then, shockingly, like, my dad worked in New York at the time, and he was just getting home when the cops got there, and they didn't even call me down for questioning. Like, I didn't come out of my room that whole night. What if you were locked? I know. I don't, they should have maybe checked in with me, but my mom was just like, my daughter is foul (laughs) yeah 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 my daughter is going through but yeah and then i got in trouble the next day for sure but wow yeah um i Uh, can't fully relate sure but i don't think i i would what do you think about this that's the scariest story i would do Uh, it i would have done that in one second yeah um well i will be honest the first half of that i was thinking in my head i was like i hope i didn't make the person i was in my own head panicking about something i just said on here yeah so i wasn't listening but then so he did that in six this person did yeah maxine did that in sixth grade right okay so i thought this was like a recent thing and they were just now conf- they were- no they would they would need to be admitted right that's what i was thinking so now that i'm finding out that this was a sixth grade thing i think in sixth grade you do a lot of stuff like that just right. because yeah. like you and you don't know why and then you get in too deep and, it's and like, there are God. times where it's like if you convince yourself once that like oh this happened you fully fully believe in your heart like i'm sure maxine at a point started truly believing he was getting that that, that was what happened yep. i have faked a broken arm and Ugh, i wanted to break my arm so bad we yeah. talked about that that every yeah. episode I'm yeah sure. yeah i fell off a ladder um and did nothing to it but i 
walked around limping yeah. for a really long time. Limping from your broken arm. Right. Yeah. And then uh, my dad was like, this is, she won't shut the fuck up. So then he finally took me to go get an MRI, which is a lot of money. Yeah. Um, we got an MRI and it took two weeks for the results to come back in. So I got to wear a cast for those two weeks. Wow. And then when it came back, they were like, there's nothing wrong. Um, and, but they didn't tell me that yet. And so they were taking us all. They're like, we're going to replace your cast. They knew I was lying the whole time. They were like, we're going to replace your cast. And so then they took this like shaky saw thing to my arm. And when they were going down it, I was like laughing because it tickled. And they were like, we just want you to know if there was something wrong with your arm, you would have been in a lot of pain right now. And then I knew. Oh, was up. Every God. Stone, I was busted. Even if they give you a cast without having a broken bone. I think they knew they just needed to get me to shut up. Wow. But I didn't need the cast at all. And so, and like, you know how like if your arm is in something for a long enough time, like it shrinks up. Mm-hmm. When I was alone in my room, I had a full elbow cast, which was the best thing because everyone, like I couldn't use, I couldn't write in school. So I had to Whoa. use the computers. Oh, that was the best. Yeah, I was like really living it up. And, um... And when I was in my room alone, I would like rip my arm out of the wow. cast and swing it around and then put it back in. Damn. I used to get so bummed because I would, I never broke in a bone, but I would dislocate my elbow a oh. lot, which was so painful. But the thing that sucks is you don't need a cast. They you just pop it back in. Even And I'm like, no, don't pop it back in. <laughs> Leave Please. It this way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even spraining, I would get pissed at because I'd be like, no. Come, give me more. Like, just give a I little like, more. I want the hard yeah. cast. Yeah. I, I sprained my um, knee one time and so I, they would wrap it um, and I would make everyone at school sign it yeah. every single day. Uh, I, I love going to the trainer, like the athletic trainer during <laughs> yeah. sports and being like, I need a, I need a wrap so bad. I need a deep massage. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> we kind of. I really quickly want to plug something. Uh, How long did we talk? Feel free to plug. We're we're eighty minutes in. Um, so I am advising for a company called Sunroom. It's an app on the App Store. You can check it out. Sunroom. Um, they are hiring. So you are a consultant. Yeah, I am a consultant. Yeah. You weren't lying. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not fully lying. But they're hiring. This would be ideally. I mean, they they want to bring on a TikTok expert. Ideally, like a college student. I say expert, you'd be creative director, basically, on this entry-level role. They want you in the office. The office is in Venice Beach. It's really cool. Um, if is this you, an ad or is this you just no, being this sweet? No, is, this, is, this is the company that I advise for. I'm, I, I would love to like be a part of the hiring process here. So, what do, do you advise for? What does that mean? Consult for. He's, a, he's truly a We'll offline about it, but um, it is, I mean, it's- Are it's, you getting paid for this? I mean- Oh, let's let's talk. About that. <laughs> uh, this is not an ad at all. Uh, my friends are at the company. It's founded by someone from Hinge and Bumble, and it's a really cool app. And they're looking for someone to basically man the TikTok account. And I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. so cool. Why don't you just do it? Uh, they're looking <laughs> ideally. Seriously, it's an entry level role. It's really cool. If if you or someone you're interested, or if you or someone you know is interested, send it to them. Send a little tidbit, your resume, and maybe some TikTok examples to careers at sunroom.so. Thank you, Good Connor. Luck, everybody. We are so may hopeful the, that you get the job. May the best man or woman win. Connor can't <laughs> wait to see who it is. <laughs> Woo! Um, anyways, you guys, thank you so much. Average fashion blogger, Courtney Parchman. Woo! Woo, yeah, Corn! Uh, for coming on. Guys, thank you this so much for listening. This is my favorite podcast ever. Um, please like, subscribe, and check out the Highlights channel at youtube.com slash Highlights. Leave a review. Um, email yes. us. Please don't call us, actually, anymore. I'm, I can't do that. Mm-mm. But that was lovely. <laughs> it was so also, nice to hear your voices. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next yeah, week. We just love you to be so <laughs> Smooches. Thank you.